Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, uh, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. What up? What up? So today's episode is going to be about confidence. Confidence? You got any of that? Mm, I don't really know about that. Okay, okay. The the way that I came up with this topic was I was talking to a close friend, you know, just, you know, chatting. Okay. And then she was, she was complimenting me on some stuff. Oh, wait. wait I, how'd you, I how did you get to this point in your conversation? Okay, actually, I don't remember. What was it? What'd you da, ask? Da, 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 da. Like, what are your favorite things about me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> I would never ask anyone that. That's weird. Oh, I just told her how, you know, like, I... I'm, what was it? I hide my insecurities like any other person, right? Yeah. You know, something something pretty normal. Yeah, of course. And she's like, oh, really? You always seem calm and collected. You're like a good team player. You're confident and you're comfortable. And I was like, whoa, these are very nice compliments I'm getting. Whoa, what is that feeling in my heart? I know. Oh. And then I just thought about like, oh, we should just make an episode about this. Oh, okay. So since you're so calm and collected and such a good team player, oh my god, where do you think all your confidence comes from? It's from this big ego of mine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a good question. But first of all, we should define confidence. Okay, here we do go. Wanna, do you want to define confidence for us? Drum Jason? roll, please. Where'd you pull this definition off of Google? Um, the ancient library in Singapore. I'm kidding. Yeah, Google. Okay. Confidence. The feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. Confidence. There you go. Do you, do you, I, I don't know why I said it at the end, like this is a spelling bee or something. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what is this? Jeopardy spelling bee? C-O-N-I... Oh, no. <laughs> Confidence. Yeah. Where does your confidence come from? Where does my confidence come from? Yeah. It's <sighs> a good question. Maybe all from the external validation, which I constantly seek out on a daily basis. All the circle jerking that we do on this podcast. This podcast, another one. It helps. It helps. Yeah. I guess so. In a sense. What is confidence? You're not even, you're not even shameful. Well, I'm not even joking here. Does it? Do, do, or do we have confidence from what is inside of us or is all our confidence that we have just external validation from our peers and society i don't know if if you had confidence but you had no external validation mm. does that make you arrogant mm. Mm. what's the difference between arrogancy and confidence i my opinion i think just like you said Confidence is when you have faith in or you believe in yourself and that belief is also mirrored by external parties. Isn't that people also have faith and confidence in you? Mm. Whereas arrogance is when you have faith and confidence in yourself, but, but that, no one else. Yeah, but that is not reciprocated <laughs> by other parties. That is my thought. What about so yourself? Self, then in some weird sense, self-confidence essentially means arrogance to you. In some weird, twisted way where if if it is self-confidence without external validation, I don't even know if validation is the right word. but External belief? Yeah, external belief. Then, yeah, that probably would come off as arrogance, right? Mm. Yeah. It's being I egotistical agree. if you are full of yourself, but no one recognizes that. So our our podcast is just, <laughs> just a our big self-confidence <laughs> ego podcast. <laughs> I, I would say that like having this podcast is kind of nice because oh, it makes me fine. realize, you know, we we are kind of interesting. <laughs> what? That was, <laughs> Wait, what? That was really lame. What? That's true. You think like, so? I mean, I mean, okay, there's okay, there's there's one side of it being like, oh, people will listen to you if you're there in person and like they have to listen to you and you guys are hanging out. There's right? no choice. Yeah, there's no choice. Yeah. On the podcast, mm. people open up Spotify, they open up Google Google Podcast and they're like, let me just click in. 
<laughs> so everyone who is actively listening to this podcast right now You're has contributing made, has made the decision <laughs> that this was the best use of their time. And watch our our play rates are just going to drop at this point. <laughs> they're they're going to be like, "You're right. This isn't the best use of my time." Close. <laughs> and nobody will ever hear this part of the podcast. Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't. I don't really think we're more interesting than other people. I just think we're just two guys with a mic who okay. mics who I, decided to make a podcast. I'm very hesitant to say we're more interesting than normal people because what is it? Normal Comparison. People. Comparison is the thief of joy. Joy, yeah, that. Not just that, but you know, comparing people is it's kind of shitty sometimes. So I would just say we're interesting people, and other people are interesting too. But we're, you know, we fit the bill. Yeah, Alex said that. I didn't say anything. Okay, fine. <laughs> was that was that arrogance? Are you? Was that arrogance? I didn't. I didn't give you any validation there. Was that? A sign of arrogance, Jason. You gave me you gave me confidence and and validation when you called me a broccoli. Okay, oh, you're welcome. Exactly, we're broccolis. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Then okay, we can talk about this first in uh, the friend sense. Okay. So, what do your friends see you as? Do they do you, do you think they see you as confident? Oh my god, that's a hard question. Here, I'll start. There's this okay, game. Yeah. This, this, there's yeah, this. Everyone thinks I'm confident. No, 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 Alex. no, I was gonna start talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you egotistical, <laughs> or you you think I'm egotistical and shit? Okay, so there's this game board game that we used to play called okay. Anomia. And okay. There were these cards. So basically, it's like you pick up a card and you have to name that thing. Okay. So it could be like, oh, South American country. Okay. Bam. Yeah. Oh, uh, some other geography question. Oh, the capital of, I don't know. Yeah. Some other thing. Yeah. Jason is always the one that can answer it and no one else in a friend group can. Yeah. You guys, you guys were just screwing it all up. We, we really <laughs> suck at geography. It was like country in South America and someone's like Tanzania and everyone's like, sounds good to me. And they're like, no, South no, American. no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, okay. okay. A friend went to Turkey recently, and I was like, "Okay, is Turkey in? Where is Turkey? Turkey's on the border of Asia and Europe, next to Greece and Syria." Yeah, I just—it was like this blurry line <laughs> somewhere in Europe, but it's also kind of Asian, right? <laughs> okay. And I was just like, you know, that's 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 good enough knowledge, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just gonna say, when it comes to certain topics, certain geographical topics certain okay. economical topics you come out swinging i don't but is is that confidence or is that just like i just know it i don't know is, is that the same thing you here let me just read you have a feeling that you can rely on your knowledge of your geography of course because i know like which continent countries are in exactly but that's not a belief that's just like me knowing what where things are i mean everything yeah i mean i i can you can extrapolate that to everything concerning confidence right it's like oh i'm confident about this project because i know all the different parameters that go into it and the outcome perhaps but i would say that my confidence might end there at the <laughs> atlas at the <laughs> atlas at the dictionary yeah <laughs> okay wait back to the question what okay what do your friends think of you as? What do you think your friends think of you as in a, in a confidence sense? Um, it's really difficult to answer because I do think the answer would probably vary a lot from group to group of friends. Mm. Um, Is it easier if we narrow down it, narrow it down to like work friends? Okay, if you narrow it down to work friends, the people who I work with in Japan would probably say I'm confident because. Um, I'm the only one from, let's say, like a technically backgrounded team. So I, I answer all the technical questions for the office. Wow. But if you put me this in guy. like the broader technical team, I feel like I'm the dumbest one in the room all the time. And I'm sure I don't come off as confident there. Hence why it really matters which group I'm surrounded by. Mm. Um, I, I think like whenever you are in a group of people, right? Mm -hmm. you implicitly have this rank 
Whoa. Whoa. Rating people, okay? Wow. No, no. Whoa. <laughs> Implicitly, you, you sort of know where you stand up compared to other people, okay? Whoa, okay. Are you not agreeing with me here? No, no, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, you're you're getting you, out there. Okay? You judgmental bastard. You, you thief of joy. <laughs> uh, I have all the joy. Um, and... I, I would say, like, I, I, I've always said this, like, the place where you want to be, okay, if, within okay. a group of people, is between the 50th and the 75th percentile. Does that make any sense? So the top, like... The second quartile. Yeah, second quartile. So you want to feel like you're smarter than most people, or like you're more confident than most people. Yeah. But you don't want, so you don't want to feel like you're the dumbest person. That'll just put you down. But at the same time, you don't want to feel like you're at the top because then there's nowhere to grow. Oh. And like if if I put myself in different groups of people, I can probably put myself at like the top of some groups and the bottom of other groups. And my confidence probably varies greatly depending on where I fall within the group of people who I'm around. Mm. Yeah. I think it would actually shock some people to be like, Oh, Jason sounds so confident in this situation and or to the people who think I'm always confident. Oh, Jason doesn't come off as confident in this situation. I think it would actually be quite shocking. Oh, okay. Yeah. You would, about, yeah. You would essentially malfunction if those two groups collided. You <laughs> in, would in, in not some be able ways, to compute. Yeah, that's that's sort of a fear when those two groups do ever like collide. It's like Yeah. How do I act? I don't know how to act anymore. <laughs> do I say this? Do I say a South American country or do I not? Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's similar, like, for example, if with, with my knowledge of geography, right? If I'm with a group of people who know nothing about geography, I can talk pretty confidently about yeah. geography. But if I'm with like some, I don't know, map nerds and they have every country and city memorized down in their heads i'm not going to come off as so confident because there's always that slight chance i'm wrong mm. ego is not big enough i guess i it's oh, <laughs> i try to stay humble <laughs> you try you try and yourself do you think the people around you think you're confident i know that girl says you're confident Ooh. i so i understand where you're coming from in that like different groups you have different confidence levels but i don't think I have that. So Whoa. if we talk about if if we talk about work first, um, I started my job, my current role in January. And when you first join, you obviously don't have enough context to be comfortable or have confidence in what you're saying. But after about like what is it? It's it's August. Uh it's been like seven months, eight months. I'm pretty comfortable with where I am and I'm about like nearing not the peak of confidence level, but like the the equilibrium, right? Like I'll never be hundred okay. percent confident, but I'll have like the seventy percent percentile confidence level, and that kind of just sticks with me for everything. Okay, as in I don't I don't so, think I so. Come it's off. sort of like a square root graph, and you're sort of plateauing off. You're like yeah, 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 yeah. at the seventy percent confidence and now it's just a slow increase from now on pretty much um like that confidence graph doesn't really fluctuate based on who i'm with i think hmm. you gotta interesting you gotta, interesting you can't just you can't just walk into a, a room full of ge geography noobs and be like yo you guys are dumb this is the country or something <laughs> is that right? what i sound like <laughs> i don't know no because every time we named a wrong country and we were like yeah sounds good jason's like no 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 guys no it's that's so wrong. obvious it's like it's like guys what are the primary colors and someone's like purple uh, when you when you get upset <laughs> i guess so <laughs> yeah this is how jason uh feels about the entire friend group Anyone who doesn't know the distance between Seattle and Tokyo can go <laughs> screw themselves. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, it doesn't. So it doesn't vary depending on the group of people that you're with. Does that just mean that you're always hanging out with very similar groups of people? Is Ooh. that something else you've ever felt? That's a good question. Um, not really. I think it also depends because in your in your scenarios of hanging out with 
different people. It's also like varying levels of seniority. It's like you're yeah. not hanging out with all 27 year olds. No. You're hanging out with like some 40 year olds, some 30 year olds with like 10 years of experience. 40 year olds. Okay. Yeah. What a 40 year old person can't work at a company. <laughs> sorry, 40 year olds. Oh, he said hanging out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could hang out with a 40 year old. Yeah, I guess so. Jason, we're getting pretty old. I know. <laughs> we're, we're nearing that age where it's kind of okay to hang out with like anyone above 30. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming. Um, no, I think, I think all my friend groups are varied. I understand your rank, like the ranking system that you developed. Well, I didn't develop it. You, it, was, you it was just there. It was just there. This, this ranking system where you, you know, I, methodically I describe each person's level no, of competency. I didn't make and, it. And it's just there. It's built into you. Okay. I agree with that, but I don't think my confidence level changes based huh. on it. Because... I'm comfortable where I am. So if I'm confident in something that's kind of dumb, okay, first of all, I don't think that would happen. But <laughs> let's say <laughs> let's say let's say I'm confident that my answer is 70% correct. I would just okay. be confident about that. I wouldn't be confident that's 100% correct. I would just be confident that like, oh, everything I've come across for me has been this. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter who you're talking to, basically. Yeah. Okay. More or less. Yeah. Okay. Would you say that overall you are a confident person? I would. I would say so. Whoa. Yeah. I'm Sorry. egotistical like that. Keep going. Keep going. Um, I would say so because I'm not that afraid of my opinion. So, I know that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think everyone knows that. God damn it. <laughs> As in... I don't know. Even if even if I am wrong, I wouldn't mind people knowing that I'm wrong. I just okay, okay. want them to know how much I know. It's all it's all a communication like issue, isn't it? If you're in this room full of really smart people, you're worried that you're communicating that you're like bottom percentile. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you're like maybe seventy percentile. But it's hard to convey that because of the communication issue. So I never find an issue. I never find that a problem. So you're saying that your communication skills are just so solid that you can always communicate to the level which is required no matter which group of people you're around? I would say so, yeah. Wow. Is that... He's confident, I... folks. He's confident. We got a confident boy here. Oh my gosh. I guess I'm confident <laughs> in, confident in Sorry. my communications, right? Okay. So I think that comes into a lot of things where, I don't know, what is... I feel like 99% of mishaps in the workplace is miscommunication. Of course. I'm like a firm, that's, firm believer. That's, all, that's where it all comes from. Yeah. Like, mm. oh man, time to, time to shit on some people. But I had this one <gasps> intern that... <laughs> Wait, Jason just like started laughing hysterically. <laughs> okay. I mean, I had this one intern and he's, he's fine. There was, nothing, there was nothing wrong with him. But the company has... The company I work at has pretty high bar, I would say. And it was kind of clear that any role at this company, if you can't communicate, if you don't have teamwork, if you don't have collaboration, you're like an instant no. Like you would not survive one month. And yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot how it was to come across those kind of people in the workplace. But mm -hmm. it made me realize, yeah, my communication is really good. People often have a good sense of what I'm trying to do at a certain moment. And mm -hmm. that really, really helps in the workplace. What was the question? I don't even know. It was, do you think you communicate so well that you come off as confident? So do you, do you feel like because of that guy's lack of confidence, sorry, lack of communication, yeah. that he came off as not being confident in himself? I think that's hard as well because his lack of communication just couldn't convey his sense of confidence. So he didn't Even, come off as confident as a result. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did he come off as arrogant? Uh, slightly because actions without, what is it? What is it? What am I trying to say? You mean words without actions? Words without, or like actions without words can deceivingly come off as arrogant. Okay. Do you know how what is, I mean? How is, how did he come off as arrogant? I don't know. What if it's like, I'm doing this one thing because uh, I think no one else is right. Instead of saying, 
hey, I've tried all the ways. I think this is the best way that I could come up with. So the way he communicated his choices made him come off as arrogant because he didn't communicate in a respectful sense. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good way of putting it. Then how much how much of confidence is uh, uh, communication? It's it's all communication, right? It's all communication, right? There were some very, very, very dumb people (laughs) who I went to school with who Mm -hmm. Probably nobody listening to this, but who like let's say the actual material itself. Okay. In class, not that I was some like A plus student or anything. Yeah, you're like, a bottom percentile. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! And they did rank us. <laughs> I did know my self worth. It was low. <laughs> But uh-huh. like it was quite clear that they did not know the material when you actually like start questioning them about mm-hmm. it or when we're like doing a lab and you actually need to like apply what you learned in class. Mm-hmm. But the way that they could give a presentation about something they had no clue about once you actually started asking them questions was just incredible. And so they came off as so confident, so competent, smart. But once you just like chip the surface, you realize that there's nothing under there. Oh no, is that me? Are you describing <laughs> me? What the fuck? Hmm. It 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 all is communication. So it made, made you realize like, oh, I can't just be all talk. You gotta you gotta have the knowledge as well. Well, I would hope that the way that you live your life is such such that you actually do want to understand the things you're talking about and not just gibberish yeah give off this surface level bullshit that sounds good right yeah i'd agree with that i don't know i don't know (laughs) how much do we know about this topic really (laughs) who knows Hmm. okay all right so one prompt that i thought of was does responsibility and confidence come hand in hand i guess it's interesting because confidence and communication come hand in hand but what about responsibility i would say that they are correlated but responsibility is not necessarily a prerequisite for confidence Mm. so i do think someone who's more responsible will be more likely to be confident just as a result of the responsibilities that they are managing yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be confident as a result yeah. That being said, like my example here would be that I just feel like throughout my life, I've met mm-hmm. a decent amount of what I'll call man-childs. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Give me the names. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop the initials. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drop their social security numbers. <laughs> so like I, I actually, so for example, I know, I know I've, not that I've met this person, but like one, one male who's even older than me let's say still lives at home and doesn't do anything doesn't do any chores doesn't well i guess they they work a job but like once they get home everything's just taken care of for them so like their Mm. parents their mom their sister will do their laundry will cook all the meals for them bathe them for them clothes them (laughs) you know clean the diapers yeah (laughs) honey it's time for your bath tonight okay (laughs) One more game of league, mom. Oh my god. <laughs> self-projection, self-projection. <laughs> and actually, I can't really say this because I never met them, right? But like if if I just imagine someone with that life, right? Uh-huh. How and I imagine talking to them. I'm like, how could you ever be confident in yourself knowing that that's oh shit, your life? Oh, yeah, I'm just shit. like ripping on this these people at this, <laughs> this point. Piece but. of shit. <laughs> No, but it actually it actually like makes me angry because once I was talking to someone like a friend mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, hold on. I got to go make lunch for my brother. And I'm like, why can't your brother make lunch for himself? He's 28. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, like if I don't make lunch for him, he's not going to eat anything. And I'm like, well, then that's his problem. He won't eat. <laughs> and if I don't pour him a glass of water, he's going to get dehydrated. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> And I just can't imagine ever meeting someone like that. I mean, these people probably don't leave their houses too often. But it's like, how how could you be confident in yourself knowing that that's the mm-hmm. way you live? 
this person you're describing is it is it literally the brother that the 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 sister had to make lunch for yeah yeah but like there, there's a few people who come to mind who have this who kind of live like this though i see i see i thought i thought you were gonna come up with like a like a a switch up at the end I thought oh, no. at the end you're gonna be like yeah <laughs> but they're the most confident presenter <laughs> in the entire company <laughs> you wouldn't believe it no sorry there's there's no twist at the end they're just presumably a very not confident person hmm. okay i okay. see and your thoughts so i'm gonna bring it back to the volunteer group that okay we both participated at okay. and i think that was the first time a lot of people around us experience real responsibility yeah right? i can see that like the responsibility of like if you don't do this, not that no one can help you, but you're you're the absolute best person to fix this problem or solve this issue or figure out this logistics thing. Yeah, what a scary thought. Yeah, what a really scary thought. But it's I don't know. So so we we organized, I don't know, this removes even more anonymity, but we organized a, a food event, right? <laughs> a food event, yes. <laughs> a food event, a generic okay. food event. And we're organizers there. We're considered organizers. Yes. And we 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 also go around the food event, buying stuff, you know. And quite often people come to us like, hey, can you help us with this thing? It's like, oh, hey, there's an issue here. Yep. And suddenly you're like, this is my responsibility. Yeah. I'm an organizer of this event. And it is my sole duty and responsibility to like go out there and do it. So Wow. You like you radio you radio walkie someone in. You're like, let me get the golf cart. I'm coming. I'm on my way. Uh, not actually, but yeah, it's like you're given this huge responsibility of organizing something that's bigger than yourself. Yeah. And I felt like on the day of, I had no choice to be to. I had no choice but to be confident. Right? What? Yeah. Someone's gonna walk up and say like, "Hey, your bathrooms are broken. Can you guys do something?" And you're like, I don't know and then you like what slink away back into the crowd that's like that's that's not how you're supposed to do things mm -hmm. and yeah we we were exposed to this experience at such a young age mm -hmm. that it really um cemented how i work in the professional sense wow yeah i know wow it's almost it really, like you owe them back a donation oh god it really did matter on my resume that volunteer <laughs> experience but yeah, I would attribute like at least some of my professional work ethic or communications from this volunteer experience. So yeah, I guess that's I why I kind that. of described this prompt as like, does responsibility and confidence come hand in hand? Uh, yeah, I could see yeah. that. I, I think the volunteer experience was just very good for us because one, it, it let you do it when you were really young. Like it, yeah, it, it we were gave like 14, 15. Yeah, it gave teenagers like more responsibility than you would normally have at that age. Yeah. And then secondly, it was sort of like, I feel sort of bad saying this, but it was sort of like a sandbox, <laughs> you know, like in the game when there's a sandbox mode yeah. and it's like all the money doesn't matter and all the resources don't matter. So I say this, I say this and I did have like oh a budget God. of like tens of thousands, like a hundred thousand plus dollars, but it wasn't my money, right? <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> not that I thing? was, not that I was like throwing it away or like parting away with it, but yeah, 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 but like you need money to solve some of your problems, right? And with that comes responsibility, even like negotiating contracts or getting oh, contractors yeah. on site. And you wouldn't be able to do that if it was your own money, unless you just have money to burn. Okay, but yeah, it, it let us sort of play around in the real world. Yeah, it. It lets you really experience something you wouldn't experience until like five, ten years later, once you're actually in the workforce. And man, I just I just remember the people that would look down on kids that went to this event. It was so funny seeing their reaction because it's like, hey buddy, your your bathrooms are broken. Can you can I talk to the manager or like who's who's in charge? And you're like, I am. And you're like 14 and you're like your voice cracked. And the adults like the fuck's wrong with this kid? Get me, get me an adult. But you're, you ha you have nothing to do but to 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 fix the problem by yourself. Yeah, or call for the nearest 
adult. <laughs> yeah, there, there were adults that helped in this uh, organization. There were a few adults. Yeah. Not that many, though, now that no. I think about it. No. I'd say many of the adults are just like older children. <laughs> They're like third year uni, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there yeah. was one late, are there like less than five uh, late 20s people yeah. that helped out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, this this ties in quite nicely with the next okay. prompt. Okay. Age bias in the workplace. Okay. Yeah. So similarly to how people at that food event kind of look down on kids because it's like, what is this like puny little person trying to, they, they can't solve anything for me. Mm-hmm. I felt that um, as a university dropout, <laughs> it was because <laughs> not many people identify as this. So maybe it's interesting and useful noting it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of tough demonstrating my confidence and being taken seriously at such a young age. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Like that, imagine yeah. you're this like 21 year old kid yep. who's like, oh, I'm in charge of this future that feature that's going to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Leave it to me. And people actually trusting in you. That's, I don't know. It's kind of like a pipe dream. So I, for one, have gotten more confident as I've gotten older. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. For sure. And it's it's stupid because it's not really that I've gotten more knowledgeable or like have more wisdom. It's literally because my age is higher now. You're leveling up. I'm leveling up. I don't know. <laughs> do you feel that? Yeah, but at the same time, I do feel like I, I know more stuff than I did in the past, which yeah. I mean, duh. <laughs> if I didn't, that'd be quite concerning. Yeah. Um but that being said, I people do judge you based off of your age. And I remember that the first company I ever worked for after graduating, mm-hmm. the people definitely treated me like a kid, even though oh, maybe I was a kid. I don't know. But like people definitely like look down on me because of my age. Yeah. And I felt that all the time. And I thought to myself, fuck you. <laughs> and <laughs> you... I, well, Okay, I was just going to like link it back to the, <laughs> the language school. <laughs> Wait till we get out of here, okay? <laughs> well, in a sense, I'm like, you know, just like if, if this is if this is the type of workplace that this company wants to mm-hmm. develop, like a place where young people are looked down upon for their age and people are not judged on the basis of their merit, yeah. but rather their age, I'd be like, well, screw this. I'm out. I'll go to a better place where they treat me accordingly to what i can actually contribute Mm. and so yeah i was very quick to leave that environment as any as i'm sure any talented young person would be i just call myself talented oh um egotistical (laughs) self-confident that being said like every every company i've joined since still to this day i'm actually i've pretty much always been the youngest person Mm. in the office yeah both both companies i am the youngest person in the office three companies now yeah three companies i'm always the youngest person and that being said though like my responsibilities with each job have definitely grown to the point where at like my current company i'm part of i don't know like how high i can call myself but i'm definitely like part of the core people within the office and my responsibilities um are like of a whole department, which I am managing Oof. over. And so I think that in a sense has given me confidence too. And it makes me realize that there is no dependency on how old you are. Age is just a number. It's all about just how, like, obviously I feel like the average 30 year old will know more than the average 25 year old. Just yeah. there's that correlation, but yeah. it doesn't mean that every single 30 year old is going to know more than every single 25 year old. And yeah, I actually think it's given me a lot more confidence since adopting more responsibility at work. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I want to preface this with the first company that treated you like shit for how young you were. That was the old person company. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was. That was the company old. where everyone was old, yeah. white, the whole, male. The whole industry has fossils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, it was it was never like someone would say like hey kid or anything but you could just feel it you're in a group of 
at like a meeting, people are like raising their hands and talking. And the way that people receive what you said is different depending on who said yeah. it. And you could just sort of feel the judgment. Or the fact that they just disregard what you say. Yeah, yeah just like brush it off. All yeah, just 100%. Kid. Yeah. More recently at my company, um, a bunch of people found out how old I am. <laughs> uh, so I'm born 96. And... It's I think baby. That, I, I I think that surprised like the seven people that were on the call or some shit. Yeah, I can see that. Because I came in as a mid-level engineer. So someone with like, I don't know, two to six years of experience, something like that. And they're like, this guy, this guy isn't that old. He's he's pretty young. He's a kid. Yeah. And suddenly I'm just like, oh man, everyone, everyone knows now. Because before, <laughs> like before when I was more anonymous and stuff, I think mm -hmm. people probably thought that I was in my late 20s, like 28 yeah. or 29. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel vulnerable. People know, people know my age. I could, see that. I could see how you'd feel vulnerable, yeah. Is this, is this, how, is this how women feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I'm, I'm also like constantly inspired by how at tech companies, the average age of an employee is literally like 28, 29 yeah. at like Facebook or Google or whatever. And I think that that's great because it does show to the system that, you know, you don't it's, it's not age that's really advancing companies into the spots that they're in. It's talent. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, or fortunately for us, that the talent which is good with tech just is younger agreed agreed it's a nice byproduct of this industry i would say yeah it's from all the kids dropping out and saying like i want to do a startup and then they fail miserably and then <laughs> something like that something something facebook you know okay okay yeah yeah that's how it's started and so for this last question i know that you've been dying to answer this because it's what? been on your mind it was yesterday yeah it's been eating at you this episode it's been highly anticipated by you okay okay okay, okay. what factors do you think influenced your level of confidence all those beatings okay so I was thinking about this a lot over the past day or two, and I don't necessarily think there was like a trigger or anything. Um, or actually, maybe maybe one of the triggers actually was the Olympics. What the okay. heck? All, so in the Olympics, all these people have come here from around the world, right? And it becomes very clear that like people from certain countries just behave differently, especially compared to like people in Japan. Okay. Okay. And what what I've sort of noticed throughout my life is that the group of people, okay, who I just cannot stand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think more than half our listeners are from the like America or something. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So but but like the group of people who I've always found just like I just don't see eye to eye with, just like temperament wise, we're just not speaking the same language. Okay are like hispanic people oh, south shit. americans <laughs> okay they're they're just not that there's anything like wrong or bad with south americans or anything yeah. and i'm probably doing it injustice by grouping them all together but just how like extroverted and outgoing and dancing it's the dancing okay i, I don't <laughs> dance they, they love dancing <laughs> okay and for myself i guess being raised by parents who are japanese and then coming here i not that it's like a perfect match but like yeah i could see myself and people here and when there's like that awkward silence in the air like we both know what we're both thinking mm -hmm. with people here yeah and i've always just found with like brazilians argentinians etc Tanzania. that's in africa right that's in Africa, yeah. Okay. It's close to South Africa. Okay. Um it's it's just like we're we're like speaking two different languages, just in like our energy levels and method of communicating. Yeah. And so like it it really just made me think like how much of my own personality and thus my own level of confidence 
is a result of who I am innately, like what I was born with versus the way I was grown up and raised in society. Like if if I were to be born in Brazil or Mm -hmm. a country down there, would would I behave more like them? Or is this just something that's in me from the start? And what it's also the way the thing it also made me think about is that like in in North American culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's sad to say, but Asian males, right, are stereotyped, oh. oh, right, as just like these like quiet, nerdy people who are good at math, non-confrontational, keep your head down and work hard, etc. Right, and like that's that's nothing. Like everyone knows that if you grew up in North America, it's it's a byproduct of the society and media that we live in. Yeah, and I actually do feel like growing up that I. I was actually very happy to play that stereotype, that role. Like Mm. I actually thought to myself, maybe like, Hey, like I don't mind being good at math. I really like school. Like I don't mind working hard at this and seeing what it takes me. And like, I I enjoyed it actually in that sense. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I do think that like, it's made me far less confident as a (laughs) result in the end, Uh especially if I talk to, I guess maybe people from North America too, mm-hmm. um, especially like people who aren't Asian. I feel like I'm far less confident around because I feel like there's just all this, you know, like byproduct of media and people stereotypes mm. and the way that they're silently judging me without even talking. And that makes me nervous and less confident when I talk to them. And yeah, it just made me think that like, sure, I was this, Asian small nerdy kid who studied hard and was good at math. <laughs> yeah. And that that was sort of the nurturing from society. Like the society said you should be like this. And mm. I said, sure. But like what if we lived in this other parallel universe where like Asians were told that by the media that you know we're all gangsters and oh shit. We should be <laughs> living up our gangster lives. <laughs> and I don't know like black people were perceived as these academic prestigious people who should be studying hard at math like would society turn out different and how much of a result of me today is what i was born with versus the way i was influenced so thanks for coming to my ted talk okay clap 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 cricket cricket um so what i'm hearing is that not only did you grow up in a, a, a place of oppression you know, against, <laughs> against speaking out, you know, but you're okay. also, but you're also predispositioned to, um, to, you know, bow a lot, stay timid, watch anime, which you don't No, um, <laughs> but both your nature as a Japanese like person and nurture as someone in North America that grew up in a Asian stereotypical fashion yeah, you come off as overall fairly confident, though. As in, I think just, I think that's because I'm talking to you. Oh, you're confident. Oh, so you, so you, you think you high, your 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 higher percentile rank than me? I am the top percentile. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> your face. <laughs> no, but I would definitely say I'm obviously more confident talking to my friends than strangers and mm-hmm. people with similar backgrounds versus different backgrounds, etc. I was, I wonder that as well. How much of my predisposition to like, like anime <laughs> and all this shit right? as an Asian, right? yeah. But what I've what I've come to terms with over the past, I don't know, five, six, seven years is, I'm confident about that now. I'm confident to like tell people I like anime and shit, and okay. it doesn't it doesn't really bother me that much. Um, it used to bother you. Oh yeah, definitely. Because oh. I, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Ah, oh, you're that weird kid with the yeah. Japanese cartoons. Yeah. I was I was part of the Animanga club in middle school. <laughs> and it was so lame. Basically, our teacher for the for the picture in the grad photo in the what is it called? Yearbook? Yearbook. Yeah. Our teacher like brought in his collection of like memorabilia. So he was like, everyone grab a Pokemon card, a Yu-Gi-Oh card, or like a jump magazine. Let's pose. And it was it was ultra cringe. 
in the yearbook. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. And everyone was like doing anime poses and I was just like, this is me. <laughs> cringe. Yeah. Pretty cringe. But looking back and like me now, I'm I'm pretty okay with it. And in that same sense, I'm okay with being good at math. I'm okay being confident about that and being this stereotyped kind of person. I guess the quietness I don't really align with, but yeah. See, we're okay with it. Why are we okay with it? Are we okay with it just because we ended up on the winning side of it and because we just so had to be good at math? What if you're an Asian who's not good at math? Isn't that like a big struggle? That's like being black and not good at basketball. Can you imagine that? (laughs) I will. (laughs) These are words said by Jason and Jason (laughs) Ellie. I don't know. Should we be okay with that? Is it because of society that you chose to like anime and math? Or is that just there from the start? Could we have put you in Africa? Would you still have found those interests? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. And it all it all relates back to confidence because I do feel myself the more foreign of an environment I'm in, well, for anyone, mm-hmm. the less confident I am. But the environment I'm most familiar with and comfortable list is the one which i lived in north america being stereotyped as this kid who's good at math you're not more comfortable in japan where there's like not even a basis of being extroverted okay Uh, maybe that's too much of a generalization but you know what i mean i think i think in some ways i can i can almost come off as extremely confident here because i can play this role as this north american who's just smashing his way through the city doesn't know any better Loudon speaks english <laughs> right like that's that's the truth and it's 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 also like a stereotype which is sort of fun to play when you're here as terrible as that is to say jason's like you know what also i'm good at i'm good at basketball guys <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um yeah another thing is i like i I'm actually like not obviously confident in Japanese and having to speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. So definitely when I'm forced to hear, I come off as less confident than I would in English. And I'd rather just always speak English if I can. Yeah. If it's like a very difficult situation to be in and try to see where that gets me rather than saying something unconfidently. Mm. You'd rather struggle in English than you would rather have other people struggle in English than yourself struggle in japan sorry japanese no no no, no. Like if i went to the bank and needed to do something i would do the whole thing in japanese but yeah i, I don't know hmm. personally i don't think stereotypes affected myself that much as in as in even though i was growing up in this predominantly white neighborhood and the asian stereotype was true to me mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't affect me that much and in some sense i just didn't care Maybe that's the, the the basis of the story. Maybe, you know, it doesn't matter what you're predispositioned to do based on the stereotypes. You should just be who you are. Just embrace the anime-loving self of you. <laughs> you can't just pull up the I don't care card. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I just... But, the, but the who you are is subliminally influenced by the stereotype yeah i think more than the stereotype it's the people around you shape who you Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. i would much rather say that like oh because of the people around me i ended up liking anime and okay i wasn't really good at math because of the people around me but i mean (laughs) but i would say that the people around me shaped me more in that way and the people around me in in the when it comes to confidence the people around me were, you know, Caucasian North American people that were pretty confident and that did yell their answers. And that kind of affected me, I guess. To no, be more confident or to be less confident as a, as a result? No, I think to be more confident because okay. uh, as, as a kid, you're always trying to fit in. Right. And so, yeah. you know, if like some random guy does something stupid, you're like, oh, shit, I got to I got to one up him or something. <laughs> you gotta do something equally as dumb or like as extroverted as them yeah sounds like what kids do yeah i still think it's a it's a argument of nature versus nurture but i don't know stereotypes they're okay don't really care for them it sounds like you have a lot of inner angst about these stereotypes 
No, no, no. They're they're I, they're just like a fact of society. I think I think what irks me is when people try to deny them that like oh what do you mean there are stereotypes? It's like everyone's themselves. No, we live in a world with stereotypes, and people often fulfill them, or otherwise the stereotypes wouldn't exist. Agreed. It's the truth. Yeah. And I just hate when people can't come to fact with the truth. Yeah. I wonder if you take it too seriously and you you almost think of it as like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? It's uh, like, I have I to wonder. be good at math and all these things. And I have to go into this industry because I'm Asian and that's what people think of me. I wonder. I mean, it, it wasn't like a primary motivator, but it must have been there somewhere in my head. Like what kind of, who would I be if I wasn't good at math? Yeah. I'd be a failure. Because you didn't have as much like external push to go into engineering i think maybe no, no, that's no one ever forced me. me no one ever forced me yeah yeah no one ever forced you to get good grades no no one ever forced never me, they said no your parents were never like oh i i think you can do better no they just said do your best and yeah do what do what you want to do my best was not enough clearly <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, maybe that's another another topic Every time yeah. I got my report card, the oh, anxiety the that cards. I would feel. The report cards. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. On a future episode of Far From Home. I, oh, dude. Do you still have your report cards from when you were a kid? I don't know if I still have them, but I can remember them generally in my head. I have most of high school and like maybe one or two from elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a future episode. <laughs> we, we talk about a report cards i remember so i don't know there, there is this part where the teacher can write their own remarks about this yes the yes yes yeah. and then the teacher wrote for me i think alex should come to class more often and he would get a better <laughs> remark <laughs> right yeah okay maybe in another episode yeah you weren't fulfilling that nerdy asian stereotype alex yeah it was I forget what class it was. Oh, I think it was math class. <laughs> Anyways, oh, no. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about confidence. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and we will catch you on the next one. See ya. Bye.